It's time once again for the Softball Slammer. I'm Freddy Focaccio with Jimmy James Wangdoodle. Hey, pals. It sure was a beautiful day of softball out there on Sunday. It was really the monkey's paws. I could hardly believe my peepers. All balls slaughtered the dirtbags in game one, 23 to 12. All balls sure gave them the clean sneak. That Davila's don't know a goon from a gumshoe. The beards and the beavers were worn out by projectile dysfunction, losing 13 to 7. Projectile dysfunction sure looked spiffy for a team with a bindle punk for a coach. But did you see the pants on that Mike Miller? I never saw a swankier sap. Hit Squad double tapped the Baker's Dozen, 16 to 8. I don't know if Hit Squad was throwing lead or squirting metal, but those torpedoes sure blew up the Baker's Dozen. And finally, the Mavericks had them hanging their heads and shouting, Sheball, as they defeated Seaball, 10 to 4. Seaball sure looked jingle-brained on Sunday. The Mavericks made that game look like duck soup. And that's all for the Softball Slammer. Stay tuned to Weekly Ball Movement with Zach, Sarah, and special guest, John Steckel. John Steckel? I hear he can control the weather! That John Steckel. <laughs> Cousin who the other day was so zazzled up on giggle water that John Steckel walked up to him, chugged a beer, and then he was drenched! True story! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode four of Weekly Ball Movement. Yeah, I'm Zach. I'm Sarah. And we have a very special guest. So special. First time on the podcast, John Steckel. I'm honored to be here. Wow. I'm dying to be on this show. Wow. Wow. I'm excited about this. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, before we start, I do want to say something here. Sunday was a beautiful day. It was. Sunday was an amazing day. And I'm just like, I'm having like a love affair with the DSL right now. <laughs> I love it. Should I be worried? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave you for a weekly softball league. <laughs> that only happens 10 weeks out of the year. That only happens 10 weeks out of the year. You can have me the, the rest of the time. But I just, it's so beautiful out there. The weather has been fantastic for us. You get to come out, you play softball. You know, I'm out there with Ziggy, so I'm out there just playing with my son for a couple hours, throwing the ball, watching him hit, doing these things, talking to people. It's just awesome. I've been married to the DSL for seven years now, so um, it, it, we have our ups and downs. Is the seven-year itch real? Yes, Are you thinking about is, leaving them for another league? Absolutely real. I heard that you real. you were like on the fence I until was, the end. I was actually. You know, it. it I, Aaron Murphy sent me uh, a Facebook messenger after I posted something about I wasn't sure, and she said, "Please play ball," and. That was really kind of the thing that tipped it over for me. And now you guys are teammates. Yes, we are. Yes, wow. yet again. Murph is a great teammate. Yeah, excellent teammate. That's amazing. That is an amazing story. Everybody's happy that you're around in the league. Uh, we should tell the story of John Steckel. John, there's John Steckel the man. <laughs> John Steckel the legend. And John Steckel the legend. What is that thing that the water finder with the stick, what is that called? Divining rod. Yeah, you're like a you're like a, a DSL divining uh, rod. For people who don't know, this was maybe it was like two or two or three years ago where it was like really big. Every week there was a forecast for rain. Every, Every single week. week it was forecast for rain, and then John started chugging beer <laughs> as a sacrifice to the weather gods. I don't think that I think a new verb needs to be invented for what John is able okay. to do. Not chugging. 
It's like disappearing. It's like what is like a mammoth gulp because it's just like how like I mean there's just not chugging involves like lots of gulp 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 and right. ingesting. Like, yeah, I don't ingesting. even know Absorbing. inhaling 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 mainlining. And so, what was amazing was that this happened like. I want to say like six or seven weeks in a row. It was it was pretty consistent. And you were making videos, you and Malaski. Well, I did one with Malaski. Mm-hmm. I did one. My, the first one was actually just it was we did it on a lark. Really, I saw the I saw the forecast, and the first week was crap. And we suffered through this awful first week. And so I saw the weather report for the second week, and Lee Gaskell was over at my place because we were in a bowling league on that mm-hmm. Thursday. And I asked him, Hey, Gas, would you? mind recording this and I just made a little speech and and it was one of my better chugs to be honest it, 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 it disappeared and and the, with it the, the rain clouds went away that's right and then the, I but the worst part about that was every week I had to top it mm. so the next week was like a 16 ounce beer and then the week after that it was like three beers in a row at the beer tunnel in CG Square okay but wait a minute what put it into your head that you had to top it like nobody said that like, you could have just done the same it's thing. It's my own weird sickness. Okay, so you did that to yourself. Exactly. I'm thinking the gods will not will not appreciate uh, the same thing. I have, to, I, have to, I have to increase the sacrifice on a weekly basis. But Malaski did this really, really great production to, like, um, Blind Melon. Norman. Yeah, yeah. It was really professionally done. So, again, go out there and check out those Malaski Productions videos. <laughs> they're very There's, good. They're very good. There's tons of them. Um, but anyway, John, I'm, I'm super pumped that you're here. I'm... I am surprised, to be honest. I've been dying to do it, really. I, I'm, a, I'm a very loyal listener. Wow. Uh, and I know that there are half a dozen DSL podcasts out there, but I'm, I'm pretty monogamous when it comes to my podcast, and <laughs> I'm a faithful weekly ball movement listener. Wow. That's amazing. I, I've actually downloaded the... Uh, I've actually subscribed. Wow. wow. That, that's yeah. pretty good. That's, that's pretty heavy. You I'm should give us a rating. I will. That's too much. <laughs> I'm very lazy that way. We too. don't have enough ratings to have an average. Yet. Right, right, right. <laughs> I will give you your rating. <laughs> I will side. give you rating this week. I really I'm, very, I'm just very surprised. I'm honestly surprised like anybody listens to this. Me too. To be honest. <laughs> I be listen. Honest. I listen to it, but it's me talking, so, you know. Yeah. Of course. That. I like to hear the sound of my own voice sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. You're, you're going to like this. <laughs> I might listen to this three or four times. <laughs> just... I downloaded that one episode and I just listened to it over and over again. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I'm very happy that you're here. I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm excited for who might be coming in the future. We'll see. I really don't know. I have a couple people in mind, but but we'll see. Um, but anyway, John Stackle. Hey. Happy to have you. Happy to be here. There's a lesson out there, podcast fans. If you just approach us and say, can I be on the podcast, we'll yeah. probably say yeah. yes. Exactly. <laughs> if I can be on here, anybody can be on here. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, All right, let's get into my top five. All right, let's do it. All right, let's go. (laughs) Again, Sarah's looking at me like, for real. Because, like, you cross one out, you don't get to them all. I'm going to get to them all this week because they're all amazing. That's so exciting. As every week, they're amazing. All right, number one. The biggest thing I thought I saw this week was progress Mm. for so many teams. Mm. I thought uh, Beards and Beavers, they lost... But they progressed. But they took a big step forward. I thought, like, their team dynamics were just really good on the field. They were talking to each other. Mike Miller was a big presence. Was it the tights? Uh, man, tights like that'll loosen you up. 
I don't think you understand what tights are, but... <laughs> I don't think you understand what just wrapping yourself in tight cloth can do to your... I, I would Please, wear... wait, 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 let him finish that sentence. Can do to your what? I'm just saying, you do something ridiculous. You, you do something ridiculous. You put on some tights. You put on some short Morale. shorts. Yeah, and then you're thinking about that. You're not thinking about the fact that you haven't won a game. You're not thinking about all the other things. You're just thinking about, man, you know, am I going to pop out of these? Is this going to be an issue? <laughs> and so you can focus on just having a good time again. Well, you know, I have a shadow top five. Oh, oh I like it. I right. actually only have one. Um, so a shadow top one. It's the shadow, <laughs> shadow top one. That that leads into my shadow one. All right, shadow uh, one. Which is superstitions, because Ooh. you know here we are. We have John Steckel, the man, the legend, the the, the most superstitious uh, person on earth. The wow. divining rod. Is yeah. that what it was? Yes. Of um, the DSL. Of the DSL, and like we, I think everyone buys into that at least a little bit. Oh yeah. If not, pressure. like, completely. You got one? Give me, a good, give me a good thing for your superstition, John. You got something? Uh, I mean... DSL stuff. I, I wear the same socks. Wow. Um, I, I, every game? Every game. Wow. You wear the same socks every game? I wear the same game. socks. Have they the, been washed? They won't, yeah, they're washed. But, but, like, what if you go over? You still... I still wear them. Oh, okay. I still wear them. Um, okay. I, I wear the same shorts. Okay. Like every year, I choose a pair of shorts, and, and those I wear the same shorts every game. Wow. Um, I I always wear the same number, but that's not really that special. Um, what are some other ones? DSL. Mm, that's about it. I had a, I had sub going this week, because like we had our first two our first two games we won. Yeah. You know, pretty good. I wanted the same hat. I wanted the same like shirt. I was like, okay, I wore pants last week. Maybe this week I'll wear pants. And then it turned out to be like 90 degrees out there, so I really couldn't go with the pants. You blew it. <laughs> it's your that's, fault. That's what screwed us. Now we know what happened to Seaball. your pants. fault. Pants. I know, it doesn't matter. 100 degrees outside, I'm wearing pants. Um, all right, so Sarah, superstitions. What else you got about superstitions? Well, I think what I was thinking about is the fact that you said that Mike Miller's pants brought up morale. Mm. And you could argue that that's true and that bringing up the morale in that way is not exactly a superstition, but that's like an actual thing that does happen uh-huh. that sort of uh, gives birth, if you will, to a superstition because now, like... Oh, yeah. I'm not saying Mike has to wear those pants every time, uh, but... Yeah, he does. Well, they lost. I mean, if they had won, it'd be one thing. He'd have to wear them again. But, but... they, but Zach is making the point that they did better. So, true. like, if the pants are giving you more and more power, then eventually, mm-hmm. like, they'll you'll glean enough power from them to Fair win. Enough. Right. Or he needs a different pair until he finds the one that works. He's got to do some more stuff. outrageous. Yeah, more outlandish. The yeah. John Steckel one up the gods thing. <laughs> or I think the uh, oh, I think no. the one suggestion was lose the shorts. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Go, go full stallery on them? I mean, well, sort of. <laughs> That's like anti stallery, though, because they're like long. Right, they're long pants, but then people were saying, like, Mike, where are you, why are you wearing shorts over them? Yeah, what I'm saying about, about the full stallery is that you, you see much more than you, you bargain for. <laughs> I mean, much more than anyone should have to see. <laughs> Oh man! You want to distract your team or the other team? Don't don't rock shorts in those. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I thought Beards and Beavers was much better. Um, they did lose. They lost uh, like thirteen to seven, but just the vibe of their team felt better. Like the energy just looked better on the field. I mean, off the field, I think every week they've been they've been you know I just go lucky and they got a cool know, team. The, they have a very cool team and they have a lot of good players. But yeah. No, and 
I just fear that that they they might be like that that inexplicable team, the one where you look at their team and you see all the good players and you think, why aren't they doing better? Mm. Why why don't they win? You know, why aren't they winning? And right. I, I hope they I hope they turn it around. I, there are a lot of people on that team that I like a lot. It so. should be a good week, uh, maybe for them to get a to get a win in that very last game. But we'll see. Not in their first game. <laughs> Not, <laughs> all right. So the other one that I thought was a big a big week was for the Mavericks. Yeah. Good progress for the Mavericks, because you guys, you're on the Mavericks. Yes, I am. You won your first two games by one run. Both mm. games were, like, really close. They mm. could have gone either way. And then you came out, and you really, I mean, you beat us. I mean, I felt it was pretty... I thought it was a very competitive game, except for one inning. We yeah. were just, you know, we got, we put things together that one inning. But otherwise, it was really... But it definitely said to me, like, oh, wow, okay, the Mavericks are, like, actually good. These these two wins were, were close, but, man, look at what, what they... They did too. Seaball's a good team. I mean, Seaball's a real good team. Um, my honestly, that week two at Huawan, I, I kind of feel like that week was a throwaway. I was so through by the end of that day. Those conditions <laughs> were so bad. It was difficult. Wow. We, we finished warming up, and it was like the top of the sixth, and we came. Okay, we got another inning go. Literally, we know we had to wait another hour and a half for that game oh, to be right. done. And by right, the time right. we got on the field, I'm just like, that's it, just <sighs> wrecked, done. Yeah. Um, so anyway, week three was really good for the Mavericks. Mm. Uh, I even thought for Seaball, I thought, you know, we lost, but we also had a really good game. I felt like we played really well, except for outside of giving up five runs in one inning. But, like, our defense was tight. Um, we were missing Brian Hill. And I know you guys were missing Lowell, mm. um, so it kind of balanced there. But even with Brian Hill missing, we got to put Chris Ganella into the outfield more. And he had an amazing game. Yeah. So he makes three huge catches, but it also says to us now, like, okay, you have another outfielder, yeah. which we didn't really know. Well, the same thing happened to us because Lowell being gone it forced us to play Mike Moore in the outfield, which right. basically made Ryan Handley a feature at third, and he yeah. was amazing in that game. He threw out Chris Queasley on a ground ball. Gunned him. Never, <laughs> and by, by a couple steps, I've never seen Queasley thrown out on a ground ball in the infield. Usually he can beat it. Yep. No, Handley got him. Yep. So... Um. Yeah, that was pretty pretty cool. So if Lowell is back and you guys can kind of have like three, you know, center left and right, pretty locked down with Mike and uh, and James Polk and James Polk and Lowell out yeah. there, then that would be a huge help for you. Well, luckily I don't make, have to make those decisions. <laughs> Brandon gets paid the big money to do that. To do that. Yeah. I have a question because I was talking to um, Dustin and I can't remember the context of this comment, but he was telling me. We were watching a game, some game was happening, and one team was winning at that point, and he said, I wouldn't be comfortable winning by this much in this game. Like, I feel, like he was making the point that, he, that that was not enough runs to be up by right. to sort of, like, go, okay, we've got this. Yeah. Um, so how long, when was that inning where... Sixth, sixth inning. inning. The sixth inning. Bottom so sixth. Did, once that inning was over, did, you, did your team feel like... Did you feel like that was a safe? We felt pretty good because we were playing defense pretty well. I mean, mm-hmm. there's always going to be situations where balls fall in. I mean, there, there, there are situations where people are hitting and you can't do anything about it. But we felt like we were in a pretty good position at that point in the position that we were in the lineup. You know, we were getting to the middle, sort of the end of the lineup. And we kind of felt, and they put two runners on. <laughs> it, was, right. it, was, it, wasn't, it, wasn't a, it wasn't a slam dunk for sure. But, you know. Seven is better than three. That's for sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. If you if it had been reversed, if we'd have been up ten to four, yeah, would you have felt like? 
If you're playing the Mavericks, the biggest thing is the middle of that lineup. Yeah. Because with Brandon and James, with Brandon and James, really, you're you're looking at a tough inning where where you don't give up four runs. And I want to say, you know, to your guy Kyle Mellon, Kyle did a really good job of getting on base. Really good. If he's getting on base, he was hitting second. If he's mm-hmm. getting on base ahead of them, that's a lot of runs. That's a lot of runs. Because Brandon homered and James homered. And, and they're, they're going to do that, like, frequently. I, the thing with the Mavericks to me is you have to get at every single out you can get just to keep the lineup from turning over. Yep. We had a couple outs that we gave up just on little errors. They, I, I think there were a couple that didn't even end up costing us runs within that inning. But then you get innings later in the 6th or 7th where it's the top of the lineup going to the 6th or top of the lineup going to the 7th. And you want to be ahead by five runs at that point. I don't, even want, to, I don't even want to jinx it right now. But, I mean, I've played with Brandon for so many years. I mean, this is my fourth time playing on the same team with him. And he is getting locked in. I don't know if you remember from like last year, the end of last season. Mm-hmm. He was just, he was in a groove yeah. at the end of the season. I think that ball at the uh, Huawan Hidden Field hasn't landed yet. Yeah. Actually, the one that he had. I hit remember. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was standing at third base. Yeah. He's starting to get into a groove again. Yeah. And, and, and he's an be. excellent shortstop. He's oh, yeah. fantastic. Um, all the range, just ridiculous range. Okay, we're not allowed to talk about my, my team anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing. I'm gonna, start right. reverse, I'm gonna start reverse jinxing We're my team right now. You know what? Right. God, red is such a horrible color. All right, let me give me <laughs> let me give you another team that made a lot of progress this week. I thought all balls, because they were 0 and two, and then they came out and just smoked the dirtbags. Uh, Eleven runs or something. Really scored a lot of runs and played decent defense. Um, Ed Burdick is having a huge season. He's so good. And uh, he was on my team last year, and I, I don't know, maybe towards the end he started to click in. Um, but not to this level. Mm-hmm. So this, this, I mean, a guy like Burdick who's played so much softball, it's hard to say, like, oh, man, he's, like, figuring it out. But, like, <laughs> within, within the DSL, he seems I think he's to, starting to figure out how to play this game a little bit. He's starting to get it. <laughs> within the DSL, he's certainly understanding um, that basically he can do anything he wants. Uh, so that's cool for all balls. I mean... They're they're taking a big step forward. Hit squad seem to take another step forward. They're two and zero. You know, if you're undefeated at two and zero, that third game kind of says a little bit. Are you legit? Yep. Or um, is it just some some smoke and mirrors you've been you know you've been putting up? The thing that I always worry about for the hit squad is that those black those black shirts at the end of the year, in the yeah. summertime, it's just, they look so hot. <laughs> right. This Saturday could be a long day. Could be a long day for hit squad. Um, with the black jerseys, but I thought they look really good. That team is good. I love Babin at third base. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hurth in the outfield. Murray. Murray just knows what calm. he's doing. He knows what he's doing as captain. Yep. Everybody, everybody on that team coming together. So I think it was a big week of progression for a bunch of teams. How do you feel about Seaball's progress? I felt fine. I felt good. Like yeah. we lost, and like it sucks to lose, but <laughs> honestly, afterwards I was just like, eh, that's fine. Like. I've, I've lost games and just been, like, furious because you're just... It, it says things about the type of team you're on or, like, how your season's going to go overall. But I felt like we held the Mavericks pretty close. Mm-hmm. We had a terrible game hitting. We just could not hit. And it wasn't even that we asked your defense to be particularly good. We just were bad at hitting. We had a couple big spots. Second and third, one out. 
Yeah. I popped out to the shortstop. The, there's one thing you cannot do, and it's pop out on the infield. That's the only thing. Anything else will score a run. And not only did I do it, but the guy following me popped yeah. out to the shortstop. So that inning right there was just like deflating and just like pfft, dead. Is this the best team you've ever been on? Seaball for yeah. sure. Yeah. This is the best team I've ever been on. I do have one more question about the Mavericks. Okay. You you were on the team a couple years ago that was undefeated, like Timpano's team. No, I was not. You were not on that I team. I was on the championship team that year. <laughs> oh, the Brew Jays. The championship right. Brew Jays team. Okay, now I want to ask you. There was some speculation after the second game, or maybe the third game, that your team... Do you remember the vibe around Timpano's team that year? Sure. And Brandon's team? Sure. And the fans' sure. reaction towards them? Sure. Do you think that the Mavericks could potentially head in that direction where you are actually being booed as you like win games? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I think that... Um, I think that uh, how to say this without sounding... Stupid. Um, <laughs> Don't bother. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I think that I think that the just I think the overall kind of top to bottom construction of the teams are different. Okay. Actually, you know, I was on probably the second most hated team that year on the Brew Jays. <laughs> nobody liked us. I mean, I, I people have kind of impressions of of other people, uh-huh. and you know, I know those guys pretty well. Uh-huh. On the guys on that team, and I liked everybody, and I got along with everyone, and. Within that that group, I felt like we got along really, really well. But the, the perception was that, you know, complainers they think they're too good, this, that, and the other. And it's like, you know, um, oh, I'm making a mash of this. <laughs> but you no. feel you feel like the Maverick. Like, I think the thing with that team, particularly Timpano's team that year, was that they were so they were like a juggernaut. They were. They had. Um, Scott, Brandon, mm-hmm. Eric Nash, Daniel Jackson. They were just like wiping teams out. And then the league like kind of turned on them in a weird way. Well, they had more than that. I mean, they had, they had Forrest. They had um, oh, Forrest. Forrest Smith. They had Jerry right. Balky on that team. That's they, right. They, they, Jenna was on that team. They was a, that was a good, good <laughs> team. And, you know, I've been on, I've been on like regular season juggernauts before. Mm-hmm. The, the first Master Batters team I played on went 8-0. Okay. But those expectations get heavy. Yeah. As the season goes on, you get you start to tighten up. You know, the Brew Jays snuck in there because you know we were a good team, but no one put that kind of expectation on us. Right, right. They played Scotty's team played so tight in their first playoff game. That that I remember their playoff game. So that'll be interesting going forward to see if either Hit Squad or Mavericks can stay undefeated, and then that pressure kind of. <laughs> well, everyone hates the undefeated team, right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, I'll be curious. I, I think the Mavericks are a cool team, though. You guys got some cool people. Um, that might balance out some of that. You know, you need like a feel good, a feel good story exactly. on there. You know, I think Kyle Mellon is a guy that's just like Kyle's a good. He's dude. a cool. He's like a cool dude out there playing, and you're just like, all right, okay. You can you can cheer for that for that guy. It's hard to cheer for James Pope in the DSL. <laughs> I'll just be honest he's with you. Too good. He's a decent. He's a great guy. He's mm-hmm. hilarious to talk to. Very hard to cheer for him. Yay, James. Yay, you hit another way, home run. Way to go, buddy. <laughs> you were the only one that could hit it over that short fence in the whole league. Way right? to go. <laughs> um, so anyway, we'll see. Uh, it's guys that, like Kyle, though. It's guys like Kyle, though, that, that really kind of, you know, that's where, like, the, the season, players like that is where the season turned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the year that we won with the Blue, the Blue Jays, really, it came down to the development of two rookie players. Like, I remember that. Potty, yep. who had never 
looked at a softball before in his life. Right. And this big kid named Vlad, who <laughs> does all Vlad. these kind of extreme sports, you know, <laughs> stuff, yeah. but had never played ball. And yeah. by the end of the season, like, Vlad made the, the, the championship saving catch. He takes these three giant strides into no man's land where the balls just go to die. He snags it and he has this big smile on his face like, I told you I'd get it. <laughs> you go Vlad. Vlad was great. Vlad was one of those guys that was just huge and you're just like, oh man, back up. And then he'd swing and miss. Yeah. And you just, every year there's a couple guys like that. Um, so anyway, it'll be interesting to see how your team uh, develops there. I like my team. I like my guys. I think it's a good team. I think it's a cool team. All right, let me go to number two. Big things happening in right field for the hitters. So big. Big things happening for the hitters. Um, it's always nice to be able to go to right field or to go up or, or if you're a lefty to pull it over there. But I saw a ton of people doing it this week. I think mm-hmm. Kyle dropped two balls over there. Brandon homered into right field. Mm-hmm. Dustin homered into right field. Um, and I'm sure that there's more. There were just a ton of balls going out there. And it seems like people were targeting that mm. this year or this this. This week, it's not easy to do. It's a hard thing to do if if uh, you haven't done it before. But man, if you're able to do it, that's I. Right field actually scarred me emotionally. Oh like yeah, my first season. <laughs> my first season was with uh, playing for Corey's team, uh, uh-huh. the Scorgasms, and he put me in right field. And I think the first game I played, I didn't. Not one ball got hit to me. Not not one. I had I didn't have to do anything. It can be lonely out there. In the second game, though, do you, have you ever played it? Did you play the Damyong, Kimyong field? Yes. Okay. Kimyong was cool. So it has that short right yeah, field, right? There were these big uh, concrete steps yes. in right field. So I played I played a game against the Whalers. Mm-hmm. This was Scotty's first team as captain. This is and seven had, years ago. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, it was my first season, and it was Eric Nash, Paul Whitaker. Um, and another guy, Miles, okay. who was a big lefty hitter. And in the first three innings, it, I, I was shell-shocked. <laughs> laser beams are just getting hit to me and like ricocheting off the concrete. And I'm like, what do you do? And I was broken. I couldn't play right field again for you. I, played, <laughs> I just can't go out there. I played one inning out there this week. And it's an island. Like, it's a weird little little... Position, cause like, oh, and I played out there the inning. Uh, I think Mike and James and Brandon were all up, and they're all looking at you, and you can see them like looking at you, and you're like, oh my god, is this gonna happen? Like, are they gonna hit it to me and embarrass me? Cause that's the thing is just like I'm about to be embarrassed. That's the worst. <laughs> because the ball spins funny, and it's just it's kind of a tough play out there when it's a righty hitting it to you. Um, so yeah, my my. Uh, my heart goes out to those to those full time <laughs> right too. fielders. Me too. Somebody has to do it, but it's a tough it's a tough job. And if you have somebody who's who can do it, who can like lock it down, that's uh, huge. I remember a couple years ago, Doug, Doug on his swingers team was playing right field. He's a, he's a great right fielder. Dougie's a grizzled vet. Yeah, it it changes my approach when a guy like Doug is out there because I want to go to right field. But if I see somebody out there that can that can really make a play, you know, and I'm like. Oh, I gotta do something else. So, anyway, right fielders. Um, who else did I see this week? Toby's out there in right field. We got Denzel out there in right field. So, we'll see. We'll see if it goes this week. I'm excited for uh, this park. I've never been there. You never been there? I've never been there. Oh man. All right. Well, we'll talk about that in the uh, in the breakdowns of this week's games. But I'm really excited. All right. Let's go to number three. The first trimester award predictions that I have going here. <laughs> 
Is that like a little bit clever? Not not clever enough for. But it doesn't. The math doesn't work. It doesn't work. All right. Like, do you know what a trimester is? It's a third. Of, That's right. Yeah. So we're like a third of the way done. Yeah. In the old it's not in a the old season. Week season. It's a ten week season. It's ten, ten games. Week regular season, right. but all the postseason awards are based on regular season play, not including the playoffs. All right, so I only want to talk about two awards, okay? Because I want to make it clear that these awards exist. Because yes. I'm worried that people don't know about these awards. The first one is the Dan Lacey Award. Yes. We have a very special award for the <laughs> person you'd most like to have a beer with. Right. This mm-hmm. is like. Dan Lacey, mm-hmm. if you know him, Woody Wilkerson, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Co- Corey Baker's like a second place with this because it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, he drinks a lot of beer, but you really want to <laughs> hang out with him? That's a separate award. <laughs> no. That Corey Baker would win. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Corey like, Baker Award. Want to punch in the face after you I drink do a think beer. That, I think that that should be a new award. award. You have to drink a beer with. <laughs> no the dry you can't avoid. No one else is around him. <laughs> so there is an award for this, the Dan Lacey Award. Um... It, do you do either of you have any potential names for this? Because they were talking about this on the pickle this week, and they said no, they really they weren't sure at this point. Last year, oh, I think it was Denzel. Denzel was Denzel was a runaway winner last year. He was year. a clear winner. Runaway. Um, no one's no one's really kind of stood out to me. I have honestly. different criteria for this. Okay. I think most people in the DSL because I don't drink, mm. so like I just want to hang around with like nice people that don't shout at me and like so... are being weird. <laughs> So why would anyone shout at you? They're just like they not like at me, but oh, just sort of like around me, like drunk shouting. So you just want like a nice person award. I want to have a tea, cup of tea. Is that an award? Person <laughs> that Sarah would like to have Sarah a cup forward. of tea with. Mm. All right, give me or a name. Perhaps coffee on a special occasion because I can only have one a day. Give me a name. Give me a name. Uh. <laughs> you can't come up with a word and then not have a, a, a <laughs> role model or a perfect model of this. Um, uh, I forgot his name. <laughs> you forgot his name. I forgot the name of the person. I Amazing. All right, so Sarah has somebody in mind. She will <laughs> approach you if she can remember your name. To have a cup if of tea I approach with you with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, you know that I forgot the, your name today. The, you've won the award. I do have a name. I have a name. And it's a she. Interesting. It's been a little quiet, but I think that she has the opportunity to win this award. It's Lauren Hall, a rookie player on our team. A couple weeks ago, picture of the week was a bottle of orange juice. Wait, it was a bottle of vodka with orange juice in it. This is what she brings with her to the game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Weekly. All right. Um, and I think that I think that she could do it. Danny Helm might be the other one, our third baseman. He he showed up to a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know that he'd slept before coming to the game. So we got some youngsters in the league. This is this it is a young happens. person's award. I feel like this should be a young person's award. And be. those two are two of the newest to Korea and definitely to the league. I think they've been here a combined less than one year. They've been here a combined ten months, Danny wow. and Lauren. So wow. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise them up right now for the the Dan Lacey Award. Hopefully they can they can steal it. From Corey Baker again. Deny Corey <laughs> Baker again this award. All right, so that's one of the awards we have. The other one is the Mark Nudio Award. Now, John, you played with Mark Nudio. Yes, I have. Much more than I have. Yes, I have. Can you tell us about this award? It's a Mark Nudio Hustle Award. So mm-hmm. basically the, the player that just sells out and just 
gives their all at every every moment of the game. You know, who personifies that? You know, I'm gonna no matter what the score is, I'm gonna bust my gut to do whatever I can. Yeah, that's what the that's what the award's meant to honor. Um, I'm trying to want, I don't remember who won last year. I don't either. Two years ago, I think it was Daryl. Do you remember Daryl when Daryl won? Because he dislocated his shoulder on a play, and then he like crawled to second base and like made a play. And wow. so I was like, all right, Daryl wins. Daryl wins. Was that when all those people crowded around him and were like, I can fix him? Yes. Yeah, I think a yes. half drunk, well, a very drunk Brandon Brown says, I got this. And like, no. He had dislocated his shoulder, and people were uh, offering to pop it back yeah. into place. Not a good idea. Which I'm sure is like probably you know an easy procedure. It, you see it on TV, yeah. Once or twice in football a season, right? I've seen tracheotomies on TV. I don't <laughs> know how to attempt it. I, oh did someone god. try a tracheotomy? Because that would have been amazing. Oh my god! Oh, sideline tracheotomy during the game. I got so this. I could do it. I've seen this on TV. I Give me a pen. I just need a ballpoint pen. I need a pen, a lighter. <laughs> oh man! All right. I have a name for this one as well. Do you have anybody for this one? Because this one, I mean, like, Woody is a name that comes up because he's just always bleeding. Yeah, you know? well, the other day he was bleeding from practice. Yeah, he came over with two bloody knees from practice. Um, Groba on the same team, yeah. always, always given a ton. Mm-hmm. I'm trying I mean, to think of anybody else. I, I honestly think that Chris Queasley should win it every year. Chris Queasley. Oh, he had the dive last week at Huawan, just sort of like a random dive. That was cool. Chris Chris always gives it. No, he I yeah. don't I don't know that he ever like takes a play off. I don't he's always, oh, no, he's definitely always not. giving it. But I do have one. I saw a crazy play a couple weeks ago that I thought bore mentioning. Matt Halakas dove into the rocks at Huawan head first. <laughs> uh. It was like a deep fly ball in the center. And he just was running back and he just left his feet and Rocks. So that was a cool play because he it, just is his face okay. I think he was fine. I think the rocks were broken. <laughs> I think was the thing. Ah, uh, Matt cast. So <laughs> keep an eye on him. He was willing to. to I will. When I when I when I <laughs> when I drove up to the field this uh, this past Sunday, Hyung, I, I saw Matt in the middle of the road taking selfies of himself <laughs> with, the, with the like trees and the flowers. Are you, is that, that's amazing. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I absolutely love the younger people in the DSL. I don't actually get to spend that much time with young people anymore. Because <laughs> everyone I work with is pretty old. You teach college students. They're on another level, though, man. They're, they're, it's, it's getting depressing for me, actually. I'm, teaching I'm, college students are uh, half my age. Less they're half. They're half. We're, we're about to hit the um, 2000. Yeah. Right, where they have on their on their birth certificate, right? I was born in the year 2000. It has gotten to the point where I, I'm old enough to be your father. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I don't get to spend I much mean, time in a dark people. world, I guess I'm old enough to be their parents in some sort of bleak alternate well, reality. I'm much older than you. Oh, how old are you? I'm going to be 45 this year. You are? Yes. Oh. So he's legitimately... I'm legitimately old enough to be their father. You don't look a day over 30. Well, thank you. Fishing for compliments. <laughs> Fishing. One. <laughs> so, well, the young people in the league are amazing. I think it's fantastic when if you can come over here. You've been here for six months. You've been here for a year, maybe, and then you can hook up with this with this community and and it's pretty cool. Learn about what your life could potentially be yeah. if you really fell in love with Korea, right? Oh, I thought you were gonna say like if you had ever been a professional softball player. I wasn't really <laughs> sure like where you were going with that. I think when I came over here my first my first year here, you like heard stories about university jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
but you know, you didn't really know what that would look like or like how that would work. Like, what do you mean? Like, people live here forever. Like, what are you talking about? Like, people have children here. Why would you do that? <laughs> and then you come to the DSL, you're like, oh my god, all these people have dogs and shit. Like, why are people doing Their this? Barbecues and yeah, you know, like oh, this looks beers. like this looks cool. This looks fun. And cigarette butts uh, everywhere. Right. <laughs> and also, they only Heaven. seem to work. Uh, Hardly ever. Twelve hours a week. Twelve hours a week, it's and we can't life. we can't push the season into July because they all disappear for the summer. <laughs> so anyway, I think it's a cool place to um, I don't know, figure that out. But was that one of your numbers? No, I'm just I'm just going on here. Oh okay. That was for the awards. So yeah. there's two awards that exist. One is the Dan Lacey Award for people you want to have a beer with. So if you feel like you deserve an award like that, get going. Because there are not very many people who are standing out. It's going to be my goal to win the Darren Lacey Award this year. Wow. I'm going to become a social butterfly. Cool. I, I cannot wait to see what that <laughs> Well, don't you like. have to have some kind of mystique, though? It it seems that Hello, way. Hello, Rod. Exactly. Exactly. This Hello? is why Cory Baker can't get it. Because, like, everyone's already had a beer with Cory Baker. John, you have to be actually, kind of elusive. I think John could win it, but he'd have to chug, like, 12 That's beers a weekend. Massive amounts of beer. It would just it be would like, be so hey, guys, you want to watch me chug a beer? Want to chug a beer with me? The there moment would finally come where someone was like, there it is, I want to have a beer with you. And John would have to be like, I'm sorry, I have alcohol poisoning. <laughs> That would lose the award right no there. No one. All right, so there's that one. There's also the Mark Nudio Award, which is the hustle or like... Giving your body up. Giving your body up award. Um, so go out there, try to win these awards. Don't try to win the Mark Nudio Try to win though. them both in the same weekend. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We got two games this week. You can get really, really hammered and then go play softball and just... I wouldn't recommend it. That's <laughs> not... No. Somebody said there's cement pillars in the outfield at this oh, field. Lord. Or cement something. So anyway... Oh, Lord. Um, hopefully everyone is safe. All right, number four. Let's go number four. Number four, military power in the league. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Every year we've added, I feel like every year we've added a few more military people, and this year we have enough that they can fill up their own leaderboard. They can almost fill up their top five for home runs and probably RBIs. Um, pretty close. All right, home run, top five. Chris Berry, James Polk. Edward Burdick, Ruben Rodriguez, and then holding his own with the military guys, Paul Whitaker. Little Paul Whitaker. Actually, I think Dustin might have two home runs. Waters? I think Dustin might have two home runs. Uh, Waters? They don't count. They don't count. They don't count the little bloopers to right. When the ball gets kicked five times and thrown into the uh, bushes, it doesn't count. Dustin (laughs) might have two. But they're, they're just... They're definitely uh, changing the look of some of these teams. Yeah. Right? Um, RBIs, Burdick, Whitaker again, James Polk, Ruben Rodriguez, somehow Dustin with nine. So apparently Dustin is at the level wait of... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Are we sure that Dustin as commissioner hasn't put his fingers on the scale and like, <laughs> like fudged the books here? I mean, he hasn't paid, he he's paid looking, Matt Campbell He's off. looking pretty good in these... Uh, Does he have like... Incriminating photographs of Matt Campbell. That's probably what it is. It's probably just incriminate. Just Matt. I know you're not using real meat in your sandwiches, Matt. Oh, I was going to say something about a sandwich. <laughs> Matt Campbell's sandwiches are healthy and delicious. They're really good. They have definitely not been tainted in any way. Not in Dustin, any way. Dustin has pictures of happening. Um, all right. So, Sarah, what do you think about that? What do I think about what? Military power. The military power, not the sandwiches. Well, I think that they are... Like, they're, like, professional softball. I think that they're just professional softball players. They play a lot. Yeah. And they're just, like, 
Yeah, I'm in the military, and it's it's like a military scholarship to play softball or something. You think they're on military scholarship? <laughs> they're on military scholarship. All right. They're <laughs> we're getting hustled. We are getting hustled. This they're like, oh, I'm a military. They're person. taking jobs away from. I'm just here <laughs> to be in the military to protect your freedoms, and meanwhile, boom, they're amazing <laughs> softball players. This is how little we know about the military. <laughs> so little. We think there's softball scholarships. All right. Anyway, welcome addition to the league and adding a ton of power. All right, number five, John. This is the one you really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Team chemistry. Yeah. Tell me about team chemistry. Well, I think that team chemistry is is really really important. I, I, of course, generally speaking, the team with the with the best players is going to win. But when it comes to like having an experience and enjoying yourself and and kind of playing above your be beyond your your actual ability mm. I think team chemistry is really really important um, Bill Simmons he he coined a phrase the, the team chemist mm-hmm. okay so every I think every team needs to have a good team chemist oh okay you know like you got to know who to fist bump who to put your arm around how to talk to people and just, just keep the spirit up mm. I like to think that I'm the uh, the Mavericks team you're chemist. you're the Mavericks team chemist wow who is your team chemist if you had to. All right, I've been going over this this week, and I've been having some uh, some doubts. I'm I'm concerned that it's me. <laughs> you can't see the look on Sarah's face right now, but it's one of shock, horror, and dismay. That is not why. No. Oh, this what? is gonna sound bad. This is gonna show. All right. Anyway, I'm a little concerned as me for for this reason. Like after I popped out, I go back on the field. And I'm just like, man, that was that was fucking brutal. That sucked. And like, all I'm doing is just, I'm really talking to myself. But I realized that, I realized later that there are like eight, ten people out there listening to this. And like, for me, I can wipe it out. Like, as soon as we start playing, and as soon as I stop talking, like, I'm I'm done. I'm back in the game. Like, everything's fine. But I'm wondering if that is like kind of rubbing off on other people in a negative way. So I think that I would like it to be Jason Greener. Yeah, he brings like a lot of just good positive energy. Like, here hey, is a good chemist. Yeah, hey, we're doing it. Keep going. Keep your heads up. Keep your chins up. And I'm out there like, man, what are we doing? <laughs> Greener is a good chemist. He is like the Mister Rogers of the DSL. Yeah, he's a he's a super nice dude. He's just like he just like makes you feel like you made all the right choices in life and everything's gonna be fine. I talked to him for like five minutes the other day. He's just like a nice dude. Yeah, he really is. He's one of he's one of the genuinely most the nicest people I've ever met. He's Truly. A, he's a nice guy. And so I'm I'm hoping that, that that it's him. I'm gonna let I I really want him to do it. Um and I'm just gonna try to you know, try to peel back. I it's think like, it is him. No one's listening it, to you. It really, okay, good. Honestly, I'm the glad. team chemist shouldn't be your best player because your best player should be focused on like winning the game. Being the best. Uh, it shouldn't be your team captain. Oh, well, then it can't be me. <laughs> it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be the team captain either <laughs> because the captain has other things to kind of deal with. I think ideally it should be like a, a oh, I'll give above you, average but not intimidatingly good. I'll give you another person. one on our team, Hebs. Chris Hebs. Yeah. Perfect. Hebs is a great, perfect example. Great example of a, of a good team chemist. He comes in, just keeps the light. Everybody's, you know, everybody can kind of rally around his energy. Good, good team chemist. Um, that's so interesting about the coaches, right? Because the coaches really, if the coach has to do it, I think it's too much. It's too much. Um, because 
they they really are focused on other things. They have so many other things to do. But also maybe it does feel it can maybe feel disingenuous. Not because mm. it is, but just because it's like you're just saying that because it's your you're job, coach. coach. Yeah. You're the coach. Of course you would say that. Of course you'd say it's okay. Come on, everybody. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. You stupid. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to look for some other people here who, who I can think of who or who I've been on teams with that they well, keep the energy going. That's the thing. You know, you know if, you, if, you, if you have a person or people who can kind of like keep everyone together and rally the troops. I mean, you, you don't ever get down. You know, you don't yeah. ever like feel like it's out of reach. And it's also a delicate balance, though. It really is. Because if you're too, like... I don't know. I feel like there have been times where I've heard people who are really pushing the positivity. Yeah. I don't know. And they sort of like tip the scale and you're just like. Sometimes people need to be allowed to like. Fume. Yeah. And like like self-pity. Live in self-pity for a few minutes. And you just don't want it. Sometimes you just don't want to hear it. When you, if you make a mistake and somebody's telling you, come on, man, it's going to be fine. No big deal. You're just like. Dude, I just, I just leave me alone. Ooh. Yeah, because yeah. Like, that's kind of like telling, making someone feel bad. But that's feeling that's bad. the delicate balance. Yeah. Yeah. You need to know exactly. who to put your arm around and say, hey, you know, it's softball. Come on. We have a beer after the game, no matter right. what happens. Or right. you need to know who to pump up. You need to know like who to punch in the shoulder. You need to know to give the fist bump to. You need to know who to just kind of shrug your shoulders at. You know, it's, right. it's, it's a very delicate balance. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I feel like Jenna Branke... Is a good one you see her out there doing that last season on that undefeated regular season team. Yeah. She was definitely one. Also, she's she sounds so genuine. She is. Yeah. She's right? Good... Like like whenever she's talking to her team right. and trying to, I don't know, sort of like rally people or whatever, she just she never sounds fake. Right. You believe it. I right? wish That's I was the other part of it. I wish I was as good a player as Jenna, actually. <laughs> she's really good. She's really good. Um Man, I wonder if like somebody like uh Alex on Baker's Dozen yeah. might, might like roll into that. He's a happy guy. He's just like a happy dude. He's and a happy dude, having fun. Good energy. Yeah. Happy to be out there like at all times it seems. He's winning like a ton in the 2020, or the 50-50, by the way. Like, just karma, baby. A ton. He says, he says the secret is 20 bucks. If you put 20 in, you're going to win. So anyway, I've just... Giving away his secrets to that. Well, I'm putting 20 bucks in that. Well, uh, I mean, that's not it. Like, let the world know. Donate more money to charity. That doesn't have to be something you keep. Sarah, you charity. donate money to charity, it comes back to you. Isn't that... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm looking for some other names here. I don't know. I, I'm just... I'm having a hard time finding people I've played with before. Erin um, Murphy is a good one. She's always like... Yeah. Yep. Erin's a great teammate. Um, great teammate. Um, where, where do you think, like, the team chemistry kind of, like, settles in? Do you think it, it, like, settles, or do you think it's constantly... I think that, that really, team chemistry is important when things start to... Like, in two situations, I think team chemistry is the most important. One is when you face adversity. Mm. You know, like, when, when you give up some runs, or you're down, and you need someone to, like, really kind of get everyone to focus and say, okay, that's over, let's move on. And we can do this. And the second one, surprisingly enough, I think, is when you have a lead. When you have a big lead, don't get complacent. Mm. You know, I have, we have five, we score five runs in the first inning, great. But you know, let's let's keep Gotta on keep it. Going. Let's keep focused. You know, and let, let's keep moving on. You give the encouragement when you when when people need it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think that people tend to lose focus a little bit in those situations. Sure, when you get up, you get up a few runs or whatever, and you're just like, all right, we got this, no problem, yep. no and problem. Then, and then 
there's a problem. There's a problem. There's a big problem. Sneaks up on you. It's still softball. It's still the DSL. <laughs> it's the DSL. Anything can happen anytime. There's homers out there everywhere. Um, all right, so there we go. Team chemistry. Okay. Sarah, we did it. We made it through my top five. That's so exciting. Is that the first time? Was it? Season? It's certainly the first time in under an hour and 30 minutes. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, the next part is going to be super long. We got eight games to preview. Whew. Oh, my God. I don't know. Maybe speed we'll round. do... Speed round. Maybe, yeah, we'll do speed. Um, I have to write down what I say so that I remember. Are you suffering from projectile dysfunction? Is someone you know finding it difficult to connect with those closest to them? PD affects every 13 in 104 softball players in Korea today. When I was diagnosed with PD, I was devastated. I thought my personal romance with my one true love was over. But then I spoke with my doctor and I learned there's a cure. At Brian Warner Healthcare Clinics, we have pioneered a groundbreaking surgery to get your love life back on track. It only took one simple surgery, and when I woke up, I had lost the one thing stopping me from the romantic flexibility needed to have a happy, healthy love life. Don't let projectile dysfunction ruin your life. Come into our clinic and receive a free consultation which includes a class on how your new body's flexibility enables all your autophilatic tendencies to become realities. I still can't believe it. Dreams really do come true. Alright, well let's do it. Let's preview next week. Okay, this massive slate of games. Eight games in one day. First time in DSL history, I believe. Certainly going to be... An extremely memorable day. I think so. We're out in the middle of nowhere That's at this Hyojin Park, um, which actually I think is great because if you're going to spend 10 hours with the DSL, you probably should be in the middle of nowhere. You should be. If you're a Duryu or something in the middle of town, you're going to have You're going to have problems. problems. You're going to have problems. Um, so let me pull up the schedule here and we'll get started. You've never played at this field before? I've never been out there before. I think I the no big thing for this Hyojin is it's turf. Oh, wow. And that will change some things, I think. Because for me, the thing with turf is, like, the bounces are good, mm-hmm. so you're happy with that. Uh, but the ball gets through really much quick. quicker. Yeah. And so if you can hit the ball hard, it's not that you're guaranteed a hit but your percentage chance goes way up yeah. on the turf because the infielders just have a lot less time to react. Yeah, and if you, if you have an inexperienced outfielder who takes a bad line, they yeah. get through a gap. And All it takes is a couple problems. steps, too, right? All it takes is, on the, on the turf, it just takes one move in the wrong direction and the ball's past you. So it'll be really interesting to see which defenses can hold up with the turf and then whether or not the wind is blowing. Because I think two weeks ago, the wind was blowing... Out. out and the ball was just flying. flying. Last week the wind was blowing in, uh, and the ball was hanging up a lot. Yep. So we'll see what goes on out there at Hyojin. There is a fence, but I remember it being pretty deep. Is it Brandon Brown deep? I think it might be James Pope deep. Okay, I think it's that deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like one of those where where if it gets behind the the outfielder, it's a home run. Yep. you're not gonna. You're not going to get a double on a ball at the okay, fence. So the you fence know, isn't going to save The it. fence is, is, yeah, the fence is a homer. So we'll see. I'm thinking the right field might be shorter, but I don't remember. All right, so anyway, let's start with Hit Squad versus All Balls. you got All Balls coming off that big win. Hit Squad trying to go 4-0. and I'm going to go All Balls. 
Hit squad. I have to go to the hit squad as well. Okay. I think they're for real. Yeah? I think they're for real. Man, they score a lot of runs. They score a lot and of they runs. They seem to just kind of always be running. Yeah. There's just constantly people on base and always running. <laughs> I think I think Paul Whitaker is like one of the the most underrated, like, great players in the league consistently. I don't think he's ever, he's ever won an MVP, but he's like, he's put MVP numbers up every yeah. year, you know? And I think the great thing about having a guy like Paul, like, our team doesn't really have a guy like Paul um, or Brandon or something who just always hits the ball really, really hard. Mm-hmm. There's something for that, that no matter the circumstances, no matter the conditions, no matter what, what you have at least one person on your team who can clear the bases for you. Do you remember when we played the, at the Samsung line at the auxiliary field, that <laughs> yep. big left, that left field fence, and, yep. and Paul's a lefty, and yep. he homered over that going opposite field. Going the other way. Yeah, yeah. He, he can just crush the ball yeah. um, all over the field, which is huge. All right, so you think Whitaker is going to help I just think I, I think the All Balls are a good team. I think that that they, they do a lot of things well, and they, they're very dangerous. I mean, if you give them a crack, they're going to open a big can on you. I think. All right, so there we go. That's game one. Sea Ball versus Baker's Dozen. I'm excited for this one. This is a little bit of a rivalry, Queasley and uh, yeah. and Corey here, the Pohong rivalry. You know, I really think that Week Three is kind of a, a rubber hits the road kind of week. I okay. think the teams kind of really reveal themselves and their true identities. Okay. I, I, I think that Seaball is a really good team. They played you guys last week, and, and it was really kind of, it was tight all the way to the end. And you feel like Baker's Dozen has revealed themselves in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> Not to give Bulls and Board material, but I, 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 think that, I think that you guys are going to win this going away. Uh, I, I hope so. You guys, I feel like, you guys don't make mistakes. You just don't make that many mistakes. Yeah, there's not a lot of mistakes yeah. happening. And then I do think again, the Baker's dozens defense. They're just gonna have to like, they're gonna have to score 15, 18, suspect. 20 runs yeah. every game. It, it can be suspect to keep up. So, all right, I'm going see ball. Sarah, see ball versus Baker's dozen. See ball. See <laughs> ball. All right, game three, all balls again. Baker's dozen. All balls. Baker dozen. Um, I'm gonna have to uh, stick with my motif and pick the all balls. Man, all right. I think I gotta go. I gotta go all balls as well. I think the big thing, one of the big things with this day is like, it'll be halfway through the season when it's done. Yeah. And there's two games. So yeah. if you win two, you you're almost going to the top of the division. Almost everybody who wins two games will go to the top or or close to it. Yeah. If you lose two games, you're going to the bottom. Another, no, no, we, we always have to keep in mind the added wrinkle of the bottom team doesn't make the playoffs this year. Yeah. So if you come out of there four and one or, or five and zero, oh, you're in. You're, you're, in the you're kind of. You're kind of in there. I mean, yeah. you got to win maybe one more game, and and you're kind of in there. And right. That's 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 a big relief in a lot of ways. But if you go zero oh and five, if you're looking at zero oh and five, that's a tough one. Yeah. That's a tough hill. To climb. That's a big hill to climb. Yeah. Man. So yeah, this this is a big one. It's it's like you really want at least a split from this yes. weekend. Yes. I feel like you need it. Um. All right, all balls, Baker's dozen, Sarah. Uh, all balls. All balls, easy for you. All sorry, right, Corey. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I know you don't listen to this, right, Corey? <laughs> all right, I think Corey listens to all the podcasts. I, I think anything happens, Corey's on it. Okay, hit squad, C ball. This should be a really good game. I'm actually excited for this one, as a player, as a spectator. It's wow. a tricky one. Hit squad's really good. Yeah. Um. And they do have some, they do have some power, some pop, and they have good defense. Boy, this is this is one where I really, to, to, in order for me to pick this game well, I, I'd really like to know what the field looks like, and like mm. have a good a good image of what the field looks like. All right, what would change it for you? Uh, 
how wide open is it? You know, okay. you know how like uh, I mean, I guess the turf makes a difference as well. Yeah, I think the turf suits you guys. Yeah, I, I think, think it so. really does. You guys are fast. Yeah, you play. You you close down on balls really really well. You don't give up anything extra. I right. Think that everyone just about everyone in your team's a smart base runner. Um, yeah. And really, base running is an underrated thing. I mean, if you if you have a team that can run and get around those bases, that's a huge advantage. Um, I'm gonna go with you guys in this game. All right, see ball. I'm go see ball. Okay, I definitely gotta go see ball. Yeah, man, good base running. I was running the bases last week against you guys. I'm at second base. Danny like ropes a single into left field. I just <laughs> I put my head down. I I blast off immediately. I make a good turn at third, and then I'm like. Five feet from home plate, and out of the corner of my eye, I'm just like, "Holy shit! There's a play here!" Like apparently, Brandon almost threw me out. Yeah, on... I'm, I'm the one who covered a home base. That was insane. Yeah. And like, I slammed my foot down, and then oh, I yeah. heard the ball hit the glove, like yeah. right. And I was just like, "How did this happen?" <laughs> I actually heard you giving, "Oh shit!" <laughs> it was insane. I couldn't believe it because, like, in my head, and I kind of pulled up right before I, I left, and I was feeling really good about myself because yeah. I was like, "Man, I really, I read that ball real yeah, well. Yeah. I took that turn really good, and then I almost got thrown out at home." <laughs> So Brandon just adds yeah, he, adds that element. Well, of, he went out and took that cut really deep, and okay. he has the arm to get it to the. And he, he threw a strike. What and a it was a strike. What a benefit yeah. uh, to have that on your team. All right, so beers and beavers versus Mavericks. Excuse me. Oh, did we skip one? You I skipped me. I skipped you. Hit squad, see ball, Sarah. Don't don't you dare. <laughs> do it. You know did you, you want to do it. Did you just skip me? I think you did. I accidentally skipped you. I think you did. What do you think? Seaball, because of Chris Queasley, not because of you. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> and actually, you know what? And Jenna and Lauren and Lauren. Okay. It's hard to pick against Chris Queasley. I'm loving playing with Queasley again. I, it's exactly what I said at the beginning of the season. Queasley's on second base. I come up, and hopefully, if I don't pop out to the shortstop, knock him in. It's all good. I play with Queasley twice, and I, and I love playing with him. It's fun. He's a great teammate. Yeah. Good teammate, good base runner, good hitter, good everything. All right, so Beers of Beavers Mavericks, undefeated versus... Winless. Winless. All defeated. Defeated. <laughs> what? All right, so here we go. Can Beards and Beavers get get going? I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird for you to pick them. I think they have a Not tough do it. They have a tough matchup with you with you guys. They just you know that they they there's no reason for them to not have a win. They're a good team. They have a lot of good players, mm-hmm. but I just feel like um I feel like uh, we have a good team, and I think we have a better team, so I'm just going to go with us. All right. The Mavericks. Mavericks. I just think with the Mavericks, you have to get everyone who's not Brandon, Mike, and James out every time to win, I think. And I don't know the Beards of Beavers can get that many outs. Not to jinx it, but Ryan Handley has quietly just been. Oh, I mean, you guys, red hot. you guys have Handley and Troy Seymour. Troy Seymour's been red Troy hot. Troy had a huge game. Yeah, the girls are amazing. They the girls are amazing. Jen gets on base, yep. little, little dinkers, and getting on base. Marie, I mean, Aaron is the one who had that huge two 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 RBI hit yeah. to give us our five runs in that, that bottom yeah. of the six. I mean, so just... I, I just think there's too many people that will get on base in the Beards of Beavers games. Uh, all right, dirtbags. Did I get you? I got you, right? I said. Okay. All right. Dirt bags, PD. Projectile dysfunction. Projectile dysfunction on a roll. And PD still winless. No, dirt bags are, are winless. I'm sorry. Yeah, dirt bags are winless. I'm dirt sorry. Dirt bags are winless. Yeah, yeah. I got to go projectile dysfunction. So do I. One. I want the 
when you're talking about a team that looks like they should have a win, to me it's the dirtbags. Yeah. You got Mondor and Quinn and good the Billers team. and good team. And just a bunch of of good players and and I don't know. They it, should have a win. It just it, I've seen it happen before where there teams when you look at them, you look at the players, you look at the the sum of the parts and you think, "Wow, that's not a bad team." Uh-huh. But sometimes that can just build on itself, yeah. You know, and it just gets in your head, and every week you, you kind of you kind of find a way to lose. I hope that's not the case with, with a dirt bag. Oh, that's such a bummer when you are finding ways to uh, lose. I don't. I've been uh, on teams like that. <laughs> I've been on a couple teams, teams like that. that. Yeah, it's like it's a bummer. How did we lose? Yeah. Or wow, what we happened? found a new way to lose this week. That's yeah. that's fantastic. Feels great. Uh, all right, Mavericks versus projectile dysfunction could be probably Ooh, the game. Of the game you week. need to stop. Did I skip me. you again? You just. All right, dirtbags, projectile dysfunction. I'm trying to roll through these quickly. Projectile dysfunction. Next game, seven. Mavericks. Next, last one, dirtbags. We're done. Close it up. (laughs) All right, hold on. Okay. Oh, did I skip you? (laughs) (laughs) Mavericks, projectile dysfunction. Oh, of course I'm going to have to go with the Mavericks. You go Mavericks? Every time I've gone against my girl, Aaron Murphy, I've been wrong. So I'm like not going to go against your girl. I'm not going. I'm not doing it anymore. You got to holler at your girl. All right. Um, I think. Ah. I think this one is like really, really evenly matched. It is. I think so too. Um, man, I think I'll go Mavericks. Yeah, these guys are going to be five and zero at the end of the day. I don't know about that. I hope so. Oof. I hope so. I mean, I think that I think that it could be it you, could be a hit squad five and zero. You guys are getting booed in week six. If you're no, going five, if you go the hit squad's gonna get booed before we will. Oh no way! <laughs> no way! I I don't even know who's on the hit squad if because get, all those jerseys are black. You don't know anything about the hit if squad. If I get booed, I will rain. You are. I will just Corey's open gonna, up the storm clouds. Corey's gonna be out there just screaming at you. You can't in week boo six. Murray. There's no, no booing no, you're not Murray. Booing Murray. All right. <laughs> boo, Murray, boo. Don't you just feel like you're just a bad person now? Like, don't you just feel like you just, like, ruined Santa Claus for people? Uh, my soul was black. All right, last game, and I'm going to call this one game of the day. All right. Beards and Beavers, Dirtbag. I think both these teams are looking for their first win. Yeah, the O must go. Yeah. In the last game of the day, 8.30, it should be pretty sloppy in the stands. <laughs> If there are people left. I don't know who's going to be left. It should be. We bought a tent. Oh, yeah. So that we could put our child somewhere where he could rest. Yeah. So that we could stay all day. Yeah. I am very excited for this weekend. I'm excited, too. I'm excited I'm for the barbecue. trying to hit all the games. I really want to be there for all the games. I am going to bring my camera. So I'm hoping to get, I don't know, 600 pictures uh, of the league just doing all kinds of things. So... And the last game, the game, the very end game is the game of the day at 8.30 p.m. under the lights. I mean, what's going to be left of these teams? Are they going to be... Beards and Beavers starts at 4. Okay. Dirtbags start at 5.30. So they're going to be there six hours. That's a big ask. (laughs) Beards and Beavers might be there six hours before their game starts. Oh, man. That is a fucking long day. That is a really long day. I do think there's going to be a shitload of food, though. There is. Like, I'm pretty excited. Campbell's bringing sandwiches. Looks and like Bubba's you Bites. You can go in the clubhouse. Like, it's not, you're not going to, you're not, remember that scrubby-ass field at Huawan we had to play on where there was, like, no shade yes. and everyone uh, was dying? Yes, the secret field. The secret field. Yeah, it's secret. not going to be like that. Like, there's right. 
There are bathrooms. This is what I've been telling myself. There are bathrooms. Somebody on one of the podcasts was like, they're very nice. They're not nice. <laughs> they're no better thing. They're better than the ones last weekend. Oh, but God. like, <laughs> But like, you know, don't get your hopes it up. It ain't shit Sega. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> if the seat is warm, you don't want to know why. No. <laughs> Unlike at Shinsegi, where they have a heater. Oh, okay. All right. Man. Oof. Okay. <laughs> but I do think that... Wait. Back to the food. Off the bathrooms, back to the food. The league is bringing food. Teams are bringing food. Mm. I think, I think like, supplies-wise, everybody should be good. There's a ton of beer coming. So that'll be interesting. So hopefully there's people left at 8.30 to watch this last well, game. Well, I will definitely be there because we had the second to last game and we're going to be eating as a team. There you go. You know, so I think the Mavericks will be there in force. So Mavericks will probably be there. PD will probably be there. Coaches will all be there. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I think, I think we're going to have a... I mean, that's it, a big ask for like hit, hit squad to hang around. <laughs> yeah, you hit know, squad. Come on, know, hit squad. Yeah. I want to see some black shirts out there at <laughs> 8.30. Jeez. In your uniform still. Don't change, just... All right, so we got to predict it. Beards and Beavers, dirtbags. Who gets the win? I, I hate to predict anyone oh to go 0-5 oh to boy. start the season, yeah. but somebody is. Unless unless they get an upset in earlier, or earlier yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, my prediction is going to be Beards and Beavers. Okay. Mm. Team chemistry. Yeah, I think, it's yeah. Gonna, I think they're going to put it together. Okay. Oh, man. Sarah, what do you think? I had... Your very important opinion, I have asked you and not forgotten you. Don't patronize me. <laughs> I had chosen, I had made my little list here, and, and I, I'm torn. This is a hard one for me because you know I like the underdog. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm also, you know, I had my money on projectile dysfunction for the 5.30 game right. against the Dirtbags. So I'm wondering, like, if I'm correct and the Dirtbags have lost and then it's 8.30 at night, uh-huh. are they going to be able to, like... But I also had Beards and Beavers to lose, so they could have both come off a loss. Somebody has to win. The game's not going to go on for an eternity. I just oh don't Oh, my God, know. this season it could, Sarah. Imagine we have a two-and-a-half-hour game uh, at the We have the field until slot. midnight, so it could be... It could be. Oh. Oh my god! And then they would have to like just say just stop playing, and then it would never. <laughs> they would just have to go. Please stop! Please just stop please playing. Stop. Please. Stop. All right, we need a winner though. <sighs> I hate to predict any team to go. I'm I'm oh, gonna wow. go. So I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I have. Oh god! I'm gonna go beards and beavers. I have to. All right. I just. Prove us wrong, dirtbags. No. Don't. She has a competition oh. with Corey Baker. She can't go. <laughs> go ahead. I, you know who I really like? Who? Rain, Mike's wife. Yes. Have I'm you sorry. heard her on the sidelines? I have seen her in the field and heard her on the sidelines. She's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that, that those two, they really speak to, and I think this is part of what John was saying, they really speak to the spirit of that team. Um, so I just really want them to win. I'd say if there was a Sarah Post Superfan Award, Rain would be. I mean, she's not really a fan. She's playing. But she she brings that level of, like, energy and happiness to mm. the field during the game. What was she? Like, she was playing, like, in the outfield, center field or something, and somebody made a play on the infield, and she's just jumping up and down and just, like, so happy for her team. That's the type of thing that I think is, like, pretty infectious. 
Hmm. Yeah. Like when you make a good play, you make a good play, then you put your head down and you walk around, but you hear the the amount of noise and and it like that's what kind of boosts you. And I think everybody hear, hears that and feels that. And a person like Rain can really um, add to those. She good gets feelings. it. Okay. She gets the DSL. All right. That's all I'm gonna say. Good. Well, all right. So beards and beavers then. All right. So we're predicting dirt bags to be like zero and five. We're did predicting. You, did you take beards and beavers? I'm taking beards and okay. beavers. I gotta take them. Uh, we're predicting Mavericks to be five and zero. Oh. And Hit Squad to be five and zero. Oh. And no, Hit Squad not gonna be five and zero. Oh. John is predicting Hit Squad I'm to be predicting five and zero. Oh. No, no, I'm sorry. I took Seaball. Okay. That's right. I took right. you guys. I'm sorry. So my Mavericks bad. then will be number one. You think alone? On an island. On an island, About yeah. to be booed. <laughs> <laughs> boo, boo, boo this man. <laughs> all right, let's see. What else do we want to say about Hyojin at all? Or this weekend? Or anything? Then we're going on like two-week break. Two-week break, yeah. Which is pretty exciting. Because usually in the DSL, we don't have a two-week break in the nice part of the year. Yeah. Right? That's one of the problems with DSL. It takes up the nice part of being in Korea. But this year, we're getting a sweet two-week break because we have... So many holidays and all this other nonsense mm-hmm. going on. Um, so yeah, halfway point, and then not another game till May fourteenth. May fourteenth. Soak it up. Yeah. Come out and get two weeks worth. I'm saying. <laughs> that is my birthday weekend. Yes, that is. You your told me there weekend. was no game on my birthday. Weekend. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was wrong. Um, so I'm excited for Hyojin. I think it's gonna be a beautiful day. I think it's gonna be amazing. Playing under lights is fun. Hopefully it's not dangerous. Last time we played uh, on the lights, there were so many. Well, this injuries. is a baseball field, right? It's not yeah. a soccer field. Yes, yet. the other one okay. was a soccer so, because field. Because the, the, I think the difference there is that the lights were kind of like a field level. The time. lights were down yeah. pretty low, and then they would shine directly yeah. into the first baseman's eyes, yeah. which caused some problems last wear, time we played if you're at night. Wearing glasses on top of that, it just creates all kinds of. So hopefully we'll, be, we'll have a safe night f- turf game because yeah. like the Villers blew out his knee when we played on turf and. Buckley, all right. Buckley broke his so anyway, face. Wow, I really brought the mood down. Are yeah. we excited? I'm excited. I'm excited for this. I'm very excited. Yeah, we're gonna. Right. You know, my family's gonna get out there in the early afternoon, and we're gonna we're gonna have a good time. I was. Somebody suggested. Darren Smith suggested T-ball league soon. And I've been kicking it around because there are now so many children out there. I mean, like 9 a.m. Dads get out there, moms get out there with the little ones. Put the tea out, teach them the rules a little bit. Maybe, I think they're a little young right now, but... I think next year, I think that could definitely be... I think next definitely, year... Definitely be a possibility. We might have enough people, and... Anyway, all right. I think, I think Dylan would just whack me with a bat right now. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that that goes on. You know, Dylan said thank you to to my mother the other day, unprompted. Really? Yes, I, want, I meant to tell you or your wife that. Oh, he, what a good boy. Yeah, she opened something for him, and he went, thank you. <laughs> All those beatings I gave him. Yeah, there you go. Now you know. That was a joke. Uh, (laughs) Don't really beat my child. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying (laughs) the leagues. You are getting booed on. Boo, boo this man. All right. Well, DSL, we did it. We got this thing under an hour and a half. Amazing. Which I'm excited. Finally. I'm very jealous of the Jennas because they just cranked that thing out in like 37 minutes. They're so good at... Their brevity. Podcast. They're so good at just getting through it. Well, you know what Shakespeare said. Brevity is the soul, soul of wit. I knew. Okay, it's a good one. Did someone like talk over you and 
You see, I, I wouldn't know because I've Neglect never I've school. never listened to the jazz podcast because I'm a very monogamous. You're a monogamous listener. All right. Well, you should listen to it. I will. We, it's only we, 37 minutes. You have our consent. Okay. To go explore. <laughs> Ooh. To go. What is that? What do you say? To go. To um, test the waters. Yeah. Just go on walkabout or whatever. <laughs> What is it? Podcast Walkabout. Yes, highly recommend the Jenna's uh, 37-minute podcast, which I love. Um, all right, that's it, DSL. We'll see you out there on Saturday. I cannot wait. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your weekly bomb of the Telegraph your passes, you'll end up with molasses, cauterizing syrup and syrup and molasses. And I'm checking out the asses, the assets that attract us to anything that moves. We're deep inside the grooves, and it's time to shake the rashes, cause someone's gonna cash in. The plot it turns again, the reference starts to turn. Well, show me a word that rhymes with Don't you try to etch it or permanently sketch it Or you're gonna catch a bad, bad cold And the freaks have stormed the White House I moved into a lighthouse It's on a scenic quay It's so, so far away, far away from the beginning The shroud is made of linen The yearling took the purse The goth kid has a hearse Heartbreaking, earthquaking, kiwis in minds wide open truly Leisure, a leisure suit is nothing It's nothing to be proud of in this late century And I'm asking you to hold me Just like the morning paper Pinch, pinch